Sure. Imagine you're like out on a date for dinner. Done. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I, more? I can't. I can't. I can't. There's no what? What is? What would that even be? I don't understand. Would he? You would, let's say you go to a restaurant that would serve a breakfast thing. Would you get a breakfast thing at dinner time? Yeah, it's a dinner time date. I imagine they would be more strict about that than my personal belief would be. I, I wouldn't throw a fit and demand, like, eggs binny at 9 p.m. Sure. No. I mean, like you're, you're, like, at a diner or something. Like, or... I would eat breakfast for dinner, absolutely. If I was at a, a diner that was serving everything, I would be like, yeah, give me, like... Give me an omelet. A Denver omelet. Right, yeah. You don't think... I guess the question is, like, you don't think a certain mood... Calls for a certain type of meal. I guess that's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's I guess. Not, right. How, how, how do much I want to get I, breakfast right. food on a date? It's like, what do you want to eat <laughs> before you try and uh, get it in? Welcome to Can I Kick It? Please! Uh, you gotta cut that out. We can't let that stay in. That's a thousand percent staying in. I can't have that on my reputation. This is a podcast you don't about have one. I get chicken broth only. I get bone broth. And celery juice. Uh, my name's Andy Gramuga. Uh, today we're joined by... Colin Ashley. Emilio Diaz. <laughs> I don't do this very often. I don't know Clearly. what I'm doing. Um, we're here to talk about Andy. Yeah, so today we've got a little hodgepodge. Um, uh, in just a second, we'll be thrown to a segment where we'll be joined by our friend Jesse as she uh, goes over some news with uh, Colin and I and our friend uh, Jackson Kim Murphy of Variety. Uh, and then uh, she and him discuss some movies that... Uh, from and then she and him are playing a track off of uh, their Christmas album. I fucking knew it. I did butcher it. You were going to call him. me out. Uh, <laughs> she and him. We got M. Ward. Uh, we got Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> Honestly, Zoe, Zoe would probably have fun with us on the podcast, I think. Uh, yeah. um, Hello, Giggles. Welcome to the show. I, I do not know what is being referenced here. Hey, you thought you had Andy Bonafides and you don't know she him, you fake ass. <laughs> Get back to the freaking oil rig. <laughs> oil rig. Um, TC, we don't need to talk about this. They're going to discuss some movies uh, that have been playing at the at the EU showcase over the last couple of weeks. Um, <coughs> and then uh, Colin and Emilia and I will be back, and we will be discussing yeah, we'll be the new. <laughs> The new Tides film, May December, which has been on Netflix for a couple of weeks and has really been uh, the talk of the town. I <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm just thinking about someone listening to us talk about like hot sauce and breakfast food for ten minutes, only to go, "Here's Jesse." 
and we'll be back to talk late December. It's like, what are we doing? I mean, half of that's getting cut out. More than half yeah. of that's getting right. cut there out. There will be 10 seconds left yeah. of that cold open. We'll do an Andy style cut on it where he gets rid of the entire segment. It played better. I don't know what to tell you. No. <laughs> Sometimes um, you need to be brutal. I appreciate that about Andy. Yeah, it is also crazy that you've never like introduced the podcast, considering you are both the one of us who likes talking the most, and also is the most or- oh, sorry, I guess I mean you have a job which requires the more talking than I'm the rest sure, of us. Right. Um, yeah, it is a little crazy that yeah. I mean, I guess right. Um, but anyway. Uh, I believe uh, Jesse references uh, you throwing to her, so I will need you, Emilio, so you will need to do that at some point shortly to throw to Jesse so that it all tracks. Um, but yeah, that's what's on the docket for today. It's an exciting episode. I think the, uh, you know, the segment we already recorded is uh, very fun. We talk about um, the the presidents of some juries. Yes, there's news as well. Yes, news stuff. So we, we, we have the president of Canada. Emilio doesn't know this as we're recording. So we're going to get his live reaction right now before you hear all of our live reactions. Do we want to do that or no? Does that deflate the balloon if we then cut to us setting it up a lot? Yeah, I think. What if you say it now and then my reaction will come after the segment? Sure. Okay. Sure. This will be, yeah. What, what if we, yeah, we'll come back in, for May, December and start with Emilio's reaction <laughs> to the uh, yeah, and, news. Nice. And, and as we throw to Jesse and Jackson, Colin, who is the president of the can jury? Greta Gerwig. All right. Thank you, Emilio, who has had to duck out for a moment. Uh, I'm here now. Hello, everyone. And we're joined Hi, by... Nice Hello. Slash yep, slash I've been busy. Whenever yep, been busy at movies. Too. Uh, and we're also joined to discuss some of those movies, as well as some breaking news <laughs> by uh, Variety's J. Kim Murphy. Hey, He's on the beat. yeah, call me mm-hmm. Jackson, please. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Do we want to just start with the big ticket item? We've got we we knew we yeah, were gonna have some Berlin news. Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some more Berlin news, but there's some news about the Cannes Film Festival, our namesake that I am not aware of. Yeah, you did you are you aware of this, Andy? I'm not aware of this. Okay, Cullen, I think has heard. No, I tried to find out, but I was refused unless <laughs> I traded Jalen Brown in fantasy. <laughs> Okay. So, so then we're all about to hear. I did have a pitch for what should happen. Ooh, can we hear that first? That's right. That yes. I mean, well, no, because it, it has already. to do with. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah, you heard it. It also has to do with something we haven't said yet. Gotcha. So let's let's just hear. What do you got for us, Jeff? Well, I thank you all for not looking at any trades or websites uh, after the embargo lifted at 8 p.m. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, Pacific. So I get to tell you directly that the can jury president has been selected and it is Greta Gerwig. Wow, wow, yes, very nice. That's she was just in the criteria closet. 
plushie. He's getting everything. That's where the magic happens. I, I, yeah. I'll say, yeah, there's no, I'll say the one connection there where I do remember in 2019 there being rumors of like, they really want little women. Sure. So there, there's been a little. Right, because wasn't yeah, it? I it was not, gonna be. Yeah. It was gonna be that or the Tarantino, depending on what was right. Done, maybe uh, first or yeah. whatever. Like if the Tarantino mm-hmm. wasn't ready, they were good yeah. little women. I think was what it was. Sure. Because they yeah. were both Sony movies. There was. Yeah, this was of course the last lead up to a can that we didn't cover. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, awesome. They're going. They're going trendy. They kind of followed Berlin, yeah, who. It's the year of cool yeah, actresses. Slash, have we I talked guess, about Berlin George. already? No. No, because no. it just broke a few days ago. They, of course, last year had Kristen Stewart and then kind of surrounded her with a bunch of, like, uh, European weirdos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm sure she had a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it they got sounded like it. They, yeah, yeah, I'm not they, being sarcastic. They, I think she did yeah, have a yeah. wonderful time with those yes, people. Yes, <laughs> that seemed to be the case. Uh, and we'll see if that's what they do again this year because their jury president will be Lupita Nyong'o. Yep. Yes. Uh, who is, was even more of like a surprising, oh really, yeah. but like is fine, that's interesting, sure. and like again, if they do the same thing they did last year, it's like there's going to be a bunch of people that you expect, and also... They have their new director uh, as well, Berlin. Not not for this edition. Oh no, mm-hmm. excuse me. One right. last ride. So yeah, that's the other thing is that, yes, yeah, so that's the other thing is that... We're yeah, going real hard. Carlos Chatrion and Mariette. Right. Our, we'll see how many bridges they're going to burn in their programming for this year. <laughs> yeah. <TV. laughs> yeah. Like, so Carlos Chatrion... They're Chatrian, all eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. This, this last lineup, uh, artistically directed by Carlos Chatrion and... Uh, whatever the other director position was called by Mariette Risenbeck, who had been Risenbeek, uh, who had been around for a bit longer, uh, both of whom were pushed out. Uh, I've been trying to read about like how this fits into the like general yeah. landscape of German culture today. Uh, have not sure made clear enough progress into that (laughs) well i yeah i feel like i'm kind i I guess yeah i've gotten a little bit of a handle what's going on and just don't need to talk about it because i'm not here uh, how collective this is to it but seems like things as far as uh cultural appointments there are not in great shape uh and, you know, perhaps not the only of the three big... Fa- you know, we we would not have thought uh, 12 months ago that perhaps the the president right, that, of the film festival in Europe is in the best shape right. as Thierry Fermo, and that he doesn't have a hostile government. right now. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, their new president, uh, formerly of uh, BFI in charge of their film festivals, including the London Film Festival, Trisha Tuttle, who uh, I had not heard of, but I feel like delightful name. BFI, wonderful sure. name, I will say. Uh, BFI seems to do fine. Uh, th- th- I think she had been there for like three or four years and left before. Uh, the work for this la- this year's edition right. started, and everyone who I saw was like, "Oh yeah, she's good. She'll do. She we like her." Uh, so yeah. she said, you, like, know, "You know, she had a statement that was like the usual stuff you see in a statement like that of like honored to join and continue the work, yeah. Or whatever." Yeah. 
And yeah, I don't know. She'll probably do. I guess I don't know that she'll probably. She could like be good at programming and not do a fine job, given that like whoever was there last probably was good at programming and they were in rough shape. But maybe they don't. I mean, the Berlin thing is like it is weird in the calendar for like sure certain yeah production right models like i right? don't know like, what they want right but yes. do they do they want it to be like look at the 2018 berlin film festival and they want that uh but i've probably said that plenty we will we will see how that goes uh and yeah i think that's all the news we have they they announced like a few very early forum titles for Berlin uh, that uh, I wasn't aware of any of the films or directors. We got some uh, short films from Sundance as well as uh, retrospective for the 40th anniversary. including the hugest news we've ever gotten, which is the the Napoleon Dynamite 4K restoration. Yeah, Yeah, 20th anniversary. And look forward to an episode on that next year. Did that play a fast? Mm-hmm. It played Sundance. It's Sundance. Oh. Yeah, it premiered it. Although Sundance. it wasn't complete, I remember they shot like the post credit scene like after its oh. festival run. Oh, no. Yeah, tested poorly. Uh, yeah, I just I just watched a movie I, called Hello Dankness that's been playing around earlier this year. That's like a bunch of the, it's not it's never going to get a real release because it's all almost entirely. Uh, manipulated footage from other films and there's a a strange napoleon dynamite sequence you know all of the sequences in that movie are strange but which sequence don't leave me hanging uh what is it that's happening the dance is it the dance sequence oh it's there no (laughs) they uh they it's wet it no it's the scene where one of them is like i've got this video i don't i don't remember the movie at all but when it They've got a video and uh, that Napoleon Dynamite doesn't like, except in Hello Dankness, the video is the uh, the Trump Access Hollywood tape. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the vibe of what this movie is. It's like very early on the. What's that? Uh, it's it's so strange. Like it's a, a retelling. Made the banana face that we always <laughs> talk about. I made, I made a big thing is like I I, I made some stinky <laughs> banana faces while the movie was going yeah, on. There's I mean, some sounds, interesting yeah, stuff. Dank, all right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there it's like a it's supposed to be like a retelling of the last four years, I guess, or five. I guess basically the Trump administration. Uh, in the lead up to it, through all these Hollywood movies, like there's uh, the the election is the 2016 election is the scene from or main like they're like throwing a bunch of stuff together, but like part of the 2016 election comes from the uh, scene in This Is the End where the apocalypse starts. Uh, mm. There's a scene. Uh, they do the Bohemian Rhapsody scene from Wayne's World, except it's a song about Harambe. It's not... It's interesting. I don't think it works. There's a lot of Pen15 in it for some reason. I was like, sure. where... 
I, I think the directors are Australian. Oh, okay. 10, 15, <laughs> huge <laughs> in Australia. No, they're, the directors are, I believe, two people uh, who produce work under the name Soda Jerk. Colin loves Soda Jerk. Uh, I don't well, know. People the, think it's, yeah. People back think it's interesting. There's a vendor called Soda Jerk that made specialty sodas. Mm, Coke with pineapple in it. Like real chunks of pineapple? Pineapple, pineapple syrup. Mm. They used to do the burger cheeburger. They'd put a syrup in your... I, it might have, It was Pepsi, I think. Cheeburger, cheeburger, deadass used to have the best cherry Coke. Mmm, yeah. Or cherry Pepsi, whatever. Cherry cola. Coke, yeah. I should say. Mm-hmm. We miss cheeburger, cheeburger. Mm-hmm. I bet they... I think there's, like, still a couple in Florida or something. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I, and I then back to the experiences. Yeah, cheeburger, cheeburger. on yeah, <laughs> back to the real thing. <laughs> yeah, on to the EU showcase uh, that's been happening at AFI. Speaking of uh, Euro, the last, right. of course, the last several weeks, where I've got to catch up on a number of movies, uh, some that I missed at TIFF, some that were not at TIFF from earlier festivals. Uh, why don't we just start, uh, since we, we were already talking a lot about it, Jackson, with the zone of interest. Wow. <laughs> just get the big ticket item out of the way and see much, how much time we have to talk about other movies. Everyone's... LA Film Critics winner? Uh, yeah. It won. Yeah. They all went crazy for sure. it, Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. The zone of interest. It's not very good, it's, is it? <laughs> yeah, no. It's kind of okay. Like it's it, not. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't offended. <laughs> no, I. There were like a couple of moments where I was like, uh, really?" But for the most part, no, I wasn't like offended or mad. I was just like, "We don't need this." I don't think. Yeah, I just don't. It seems unnecessary i just don't know how useful it is or what yeah, it really no, risks uh with its approach there's no thing yeah like <laughs> the the ostensible right. yeah like the ostensible thing is like I, who was it i can't even remember but someone was like the 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 like thing of it is like basically a sitcom premise mm-hmm. of like they have this house across the street from Auschwitz, and they're trying to make it seem like it's not across the street from Auschwitz. And, like, you said this. I don't know if you want to repeat it. It maybe should be funny? Like, it's not. No. But uh, that would Hogan's be a thing for mind. it to try. Well, not quite that, <laughs> maybe. Well, because there are, of course, a lot of uh, bad funny holocaust funny in quotes holocaust movies out there that um are worse than this movie i would say um so i don't know if that's and i'm not trying to be prescriptive or like fix up the movie or anything like that but i think yeah it's just right there's all sorts of things it could do yeah there's just like not you know it does a thing at the end that we won't say what that thing Mm -hmm. is i guess that's like all right you did that thing uh, it's. I mean, it's a big aesthetic 
shift yeah. swing. Thing. Sure, sure, sure. And There's, you're like, huh. you know, it's interesting right. that this movie was at Cannes. There's, a, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, to me, it is much more interesting yeah. as a way, like, because it, I think it's just a very simple, uncomplicated, and uninteresting movie. So the way I've most liked yeah. reading it is just how it has been received as this. Yeah, that was yeah, the thing. The greatest like, picture it of the couldn't year. Possibly, it couldn't possibly stand up to just like watching the whole movie being like, and why do people like this? Because I did not, you know, nothing that I heard about it had made me think it sounded good. And again, I thought it was slightly better than I thought I would. It's just not good. There's there I There were like moments where I was like, is this doing something interesting? And there's the like aggro drift stuff yeah. where I'm like, is this something interesting? And then it's not really Hooler's like Cooler's, I guess, good. Yeah, everyone's like, I guess, to good. the thing she's doing. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, like Friedel is in the White Ribbon, and I'm like, isn't it just kind of that? Except, I guess that's set before a world war. Like, I just, yeah, it's a real, yeah, it's confounding. In, I, I feel like I've just been. I'm supposed to to get more out of it, and I I right, didn't like, really I get anything out a bunch of it. Of yeah, I tried reading a bunch of reviews that were like talking about like it's this radical take yeah. on visual representation or on. I'm just like I don't see any of these things. It's just it just is the thing yeah. that it is, which is not much. I think I said this to you where like the, I. The I, like the the way some people were talking about Agro Drift, I felt about this. Where I haven't yeah. seen Agro Drift either, but just oh, uh, okay, great experiment. Yeah, Agro bro. Drift, <laughs> right? Agro Drift is like a little more interesting visually and much more annoying uh, in terms of <laughs> watching it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like. There's only so much that you can like we've it's it's not an experiment to not point the camera in one of the directions. We've been doing that for a really long time. Uh There's a there's a reason why we call it the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh I Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone, maybe that's it's, that. On it's that. just yeah. It's kind of yeah. I'm like okay, and I guess perhaps I'll have to talk about this movie for a couple more months, and I yeah, really just won't I have don't... a lot to say about it. Yeah, I think this is it. If you try to start a conversation with either of us about it, we can just like point you to this. You should both watch uh, Eaglestat Trio, which. Uh, mm is a lot of fixed angle mm. in one house because <laughs> mm. it was sure. done under quarantine but uh right yeah that movie sounds that movie interesting it's so good i don't know how to consider it for like anything because it 
Play, yeah, it plays never Berlin gonna in 2022 yeah. and then Ooh, yeah, it's never gonna come out. Yeah, it came out on Portuguese television, and that's like the extent of it. But it is Portuguese like television, one of the best things huh. I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I feel not that much more uh, cogent than when uh, the guy who was sitting in front of me turned around after it was over and was like, what do you think? Uh, and I said, uh, I think it's pretty bad. And then they said, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not very conventional. And then I just walked away because <laughs> I didn't want to keep talking about it. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I think I, it's bad. Again, like, it's I, really don't... Good. <laughs> I mean, it is bad. Is the, yeah. I'm settled. I settle yeah. on bad is the thing. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I also, I think I'm chalking again, it like, up to just know. a bad idea. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, again, like, I'm not that mad at it. Like, the, the argument that, uh, I suppose the argument could be out there. I wouldn't necessarily be, like, resistant to the argument in favor of it. I just have not found any of them remotely convincing. All right. I'll watch it again. I have no idea when I'm going to be able to uh, see that. Like none of my viewers yeah. near me have indicated that they're going to. It's going sure. to. Sure. Like, it, well, it's going to the just, trailer. Right. It goes limited. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that Friday, it, I believe. I don't know that it benefits a twenty-four for people to see this movie. Yeah, I do wonder you know, how it'll finally roll over yeah. once it goes to the public. Right. Yeah. Right. I guess I got keep yeah. it under wraps a little it's bit. Maybe, until it maybe is one of those classic like late Januarys when it finally yeah. like, plays my art house for a week or something like. Sort yeah, of you'll deal. see yeah. it before the Oscars, but not by the end of the year. Right. Something like that. Yeah. What else? Uh, is maybe I mean, I'll... There's so much coming out in like the next three weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff coming out. Maybe I'll run to anyone but you. Only. Ferrari. Some stuff that only I have for seen. For what is very fun. Ferrari. <laughs> Thank you. What did he say? Yeah, that's another. I just don't think there's very I much said there. Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll move into. I'll do a couple of ones that I think only I've seen. Starting with one that is a thing I saw much more recently, but it makes sense as a transition out of this, which is Occupied City the Steve McQueen movie, which is also a, like, very specific, uh, rigorous, uh, in this case, uh, adaptation of a book written by his partner on the Nazi occupation of Amsterdam, where the whole thing is just, so the, the book was, like, written as, like, I think there. I think Occupied Cities may be the subtitle, and it's called like some kind of atlas or something. The book I've not looked at, but was written as like some kind of like guy. It's like based on locations, like specific buildings. It's like sure. this address. This is the stuff that happened here during the occupation. Uh, so some of them are like famous, like the Rijksmuseum or famous squares or concert halls and then some of them are just like uh a school or some apartment building uh and the whole movie is just that being read over footage of that place now or specifically i don't know if it's 100 percent in order but it seems like it's mostly in order uh and like very early on is like 
the prime minister, I guess, uh, or maybe a health minister some, or someone being like, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to go into a total lockdown uh, in just like a restaurant. And the you see the like guy behind the counter go, uh-oh, uh, as the only guy not wearing a mask. Oh. And so I, and yeah, it like goes through like 20, maybe late 2021, early 2022. Uh, so there is uh, some of that like first hour ish is like pretty quiet. And then there's some, you know, you see like, it is like a very pretty full like, this is the progression of how various lockdowns and things went in Amsterdam as well. So it is interesting as that. And I do, that is a thing that like has a very specific thing that is doing and does for a very, very long time and just remains interesting yeah. for the whole time. Uh, I wonder how many theaters it will play. It's a 15 in minute intermission. It's a fun little intermission. There's some music and it's got, uh, it says the show. word intermission, and it starts with, like, a little tiny line, and then I turned back at one point and was like, oh, the line's been moving to <laughs> sure. tell us how much of the intermission we've right. got. The let's all go to I the did wonder, characters give it... walking on top of it. <laughs> no, I did wonder, given the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wondered, given the sort of... I feel like what what you hear from more, like, art directors is just, like, yeah, whatever, I'll make a super long movie and you can go to your, the bathroom if you want. I wonder if the intermission was a McQueen thing or an A24. If we're going to put this in some theaters, you better put an intermission in. Uh, but again, it was it was fine. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm sure people will find it boring. I did not ever find it to be that. And it also just like, it does not ever feel to me like it is like being like this is important like it also is just like happy to be like here's a silly little thing that we're gonna give you 30 seconds of that was going in amsterdam not to be like uh, i saw the trailer and it looks good but i saw the trailer and it looks good it is yeah and you know is also like deeply deeply upsetting and there's like deeply deeply upsetting things that were happening in amsterdam uh, related to COVID and not related to COVID during that time, along with the deeply upsetting things uh, happening in the narration. But it it felt, like, pretty easy to watch to me. And, like, the, the, the image is, like, you know, less based in dialogue because there is audio, but it is mostly below the narration. But it, like, is in, like, sort of a a Wiseman zone of just like very observational, very there'll be a thing that's like this is the thing that's going on, and you get little bits of it. Uh, and yeah, I I like it a lot. How do you feel having seen it about uh, can as a launch pad for it? Um, is it like as good a place as any? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, if you wanted it to be a movie, yes. It could have just, like, played, you know, like, film festivals were going to want it because it's a Steve McQueen sure. thing. And it doesn't, you know, like, I do think you can sit in a room or even on a computer and watch it. Uh, but it, 
it could also have just like played a bunch of museums. Right. Well, also at the, and yeah. it, you know, I'm sure if it plays again here, it'll be at a museum. At that time, movie, we also didn't know whether his other movie would come out this year or not. Right? Yeah. Right. He's got that's the, right. The Blitz movie. Blitz. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like on the horizon. Uh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like people liked it at Cannes. I didn't, you know, it makes sense that you wouldn't hear that much about it. Sure. If it did, I don't know. Like, it, I wonder if there day. is, yeah. right, I wonder if there's like a festival, like if it had world premiered at New York where there's fewer world premieres, maybe it would have gotten a little more buzz. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're putting it out this year. It's not that doesn't seem to be paying a lot Apple of dividends. One, it's a twenty four, but I'm yeah, sure yeah, it yeah, will Apple. go to Apple TV. The Blitz is the Apple uh, TV one, is it not? No. Yes, yes. Blitz I'm is. I think just about Apple what is TV. just a twenty four or what is a twenty four and Apple. Right. Yeah. Like or just Apple. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that too. For sure. I thought Tetris was A24. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Ghosted was A24. Well. <laughs> not too late for uh, Apple to just buy A24. So better than shame. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking, like, it's shame? it's interesting that this guy made shame and this movie's just smart and shame. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Yeah, but he was young. <laughs> was he, yeah, he young? Was young. <laughs> he was. Like, he's doing this he's one. He was born in 1969. He wasn't young. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Mm, you know, he had a he had a, a moderating force on this one, and his wife. I f- yeah. Mm. Uh, like I said, like many the, great artists. The, that was the that right. That was the other who did um directed a movie three minutes a lengthening that i never saw but sounded interesting and i'm now more interested that's like uh similarly very formally rigorous i think it's just like an examination of three minutes of footage in different ways uh but yeah i that was the other thing i said on letterbox was that like you could take the length as it being like this is very important, but I more just took it as like he's adapting his wife's work and wants to put as much of it in as possible, and that just seems kind of like ah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, what else? Another documentary that's not that good is Anselm, the Avengers 3D documentary about a painter. Uh, when he's showing him like working, like the footage he got from now, this guy Anselm Kiefer that is interesting which made me think that he was an interesting artist and then he goes because there's more of that at the beginning and then he goes into a lot of like his biography and his older stuff and i'm like no i don't actually think this guy's that interesting he also like there's a lot of like we're gonna show this footage on a tv so it's that we're like projected onto a sheet that's blowing around that like you can only do that so many times to, to take advantage of the 3D. You know, the first time or two, I was like, okay. And then that got really old. Um, yeah, there's not a lot uh, there. Uh, Taste of Things is very good. Uh, say, and the it, other one. Delicious, would you say? Mm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, we talked about that with Emilio when he saw it at Cannes. Uh, it's just a very good movie. Did you say you're in love Similar with the to taste of things? Similar to we talked about... 
<laughs> no, I would say, like say that. <laughs> uh, I do have. Uh, they gave it a little recipe booklet afterwards, so I could Ooh. make the pot of foo from. Is the this pot one of those things where it was like the country's embassy was giving you that, or like? Um, I think it was IFC Films that uh, right. gave us that, but yeah, there was also a a little reception from the French embassy where uh, it was like some past hors d'oeuvre and some little glasses <laughs> of wine. Yeah, there was like a little... No, it was like... <laughs> I, Jesus, I said this when it happened to the I, person I was with. I said, <laughs> you Jackson's mean had his hand up for like Go ahead, third, uh, over a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I have a, what, what is pot of food? Sure, it's like yeah, it's like a, a pot roast basically like that's the thing mm. is that uh, the thing of the pot of food is that like he gets in Benoit Majumel's character gets invited to like some ambassador something's house for this he's like uh I guess it was just like a thing you could do where like you just like cook in your house and have people over for dinner and so he's <laughs> like the main that. chef and <laughs> Well, sure, but, like, this seems to be his job. Uh, Like, it's just he has four or five people over for dinner every night, and he comes up with these menus uh, that Juliette Binoche cooks. Uh, And, yeah, it's he he gets invited to this, like, ambassador is, like, come to my place, I've hired these chefs, and they have, like, a eight-hour meal, and he's like, that fucking sucked. Uh, and then he's talking to Benoche about he's gonna invite the guy back, and he's like, I think we're just gonna do a pot of foo. Uh, like, and everyone's like, situation. really? That's it? Uh, <laughs> Dino nuggets. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, <laughs> yeah. Really nice There is cheese. also... <laughs> There's also, uh, yeah, there's also, I also have the recipe for the thing that they do where he shoves a bunch of truffles up a Cornish hen's butt. Uh, Yeah. To go back, I would just like to say, IFC Films, if you acquire us, Cullen will happily contribute (laughs) to your next uh, cookbook that you're giving out as swag with something. (laughs) (laughs) You needed to go back to volunteer me for an IFC cookbook? (laughs) Absolutely. More a cooking pamphlet. Also, you these did that, come directly on, from the film. Like you see them do. All, it is just a description of the things they're sure. doing. Um, he also Tranan Hung gave a very nice Q and A. Uh, his wife was both the costume and production designer. She was there as well. Wow. They seemed to have a very nice time yeah. making mm-hmm. that Catherine Martin situation. They love each other. Who's Catherine Martin? Remind me. Baz Luhrmann's wife, is it not? Oh, ah. Mm. Who does costume and production design for all his movies? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other couple of movies that uh, you have also seen, Jackson, that I've seen recently, uh, La Chimera and Fallen Leaves. Mm. What do we think of La Chimera and too. Fallen Leaves? Oh. Yeah, La Chimera we got a little bit about on the uh, the podcast because Emilio saw it at Cannes. And I think at the time it was like, 
ah, it's kind of okay, and has gone full hater since then. Yeah. And yeah, I I think I see why people like love yeah. it and like almost got there and there's just like too much of it that just kind of felt kind of boring to me. But there is stuff where I'm like this is great and I'd be more invested if I hadn't been kind of whatever for the last half hour. Josh O'Connor's like fine. I think he's good. I'm I'm wondering yeah. how I don't I like how much of it's just seeing this this pretty boy all dirtied up, you know, but uh-huh. I think he's pretty good and he holds the holds yeah. the movie together really well. Um, and I like a lot of I like a lot of parts, many parts about yeah. it. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the premise itself is just so it's it was a lot more plainly accessible and thrilling than I thought it would be just because they are grave robbing. Uh-huh. And that's interesting. And that's just yep. leads to mm-hmm. these like set piece almost scenes yep. of them avoiding authorities yes. and, and cleaning off stuff and, and loving money and things like that. Um, yeah. And I like, you know, all the yeah. funny yeah, Italian. Ernest Burkhart. Yeah. He loves that money, loves sir. Me, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, sir. Uh, it, sir. Now that I think there's like a very long sort of dream sequence that now that I think of it kind of reminds me of the similar thing in uh, All of Us Strangers where there's like a, you think maybe you're coming out of it like three times, but you're not. Uh but I yeah, don't remember it's, dream it's, sequences it's in this movie. Is my thing like I'm well, like it's I, all, maybe it's not a it's dream sequence, but there's def- like, there's think, definitely yeah. a like towards the end. He I think it's like after the big set piece, or no, it's after there's it's after the 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 big thing that happens. I guess where there's just a bunch of like he go he's kind of like going through different things that have happened in the movie and a lot of people are coming back um yeah me i'm just like i'd like to get all the way there yeah. with roar rocker some way i feel like i was maybe a little closer with happy as lazaro which that's the other thing is i haven't seen anyone else say i am like 90 percent certain that uh the the lazaro kid has a little cameo uh, when they're having that parade towards the beginning, I've not seen anyone else say this, but I that that was that guy for sure. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there's there is a big thing that happens in the movie, like you said. I I hope we're talking about the same thing. Um, Probably where Josh O'Connor's protagonist has a change of heart. Or, uh, yeah, he does a thing yeah. that you don't, you both don't really understand what has led him to make this decision, but also there's like 30 seconds before he does it of like, oh, he's, yeah, about, he's about to, to do, do this, this thing. It was a real moment of just like right. sudden psychological clarity i think uh to that character who yeah. is almost i think very he's obscured to the whole movie a little bit and he's just grumpy and from yeah. you don't quite know mm-hmm. what is going on in his head um and then that moment happens and it's just i think it's it collapsed the whole movie for me in a way i was like oh okay that 
Yeah. 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 And then um, I just, I don't know. I never really got back on yeah. board with the movie after that point. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like I, that dream sequence happens after that, but then I don't remember what happens after the dream sequence. I guess the movie must have ended. Oh no, <laughs> the end is really the very end's really good. Actually, I just remember the very end. Um, right, because there's all this stuff running through it about his ex who had um seems to have passed away. Is is she like? Isabella Rosalini's granddaughter, maybe. Uh, but anyway, that comes back at that. There's stuff with like a red string, but I don't know what it's. I don't know what the red string signifies, but it looks interesting. You pull it out of the ground, or you pull it into the ground. Pull it into the ground. Yeah, like if you're yeah. underground, the string might be coming out of the ceiling. I see. And he pulls it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We got caverns in this movie. It sounds like yeah, it's great, Rob. No, they're tombs. Yeah, they're tombs. Sure. <laughs> yeah, tombs can be caverns, can they not? Or I guess like uh, caverns implies not. Caverns are natural. Sure. Yeah. Um. Ever been to a cavern? Yeah, Andy? this movie. Yeah. House cavern. I went to DeSoto mm. Caverns. Larray Caverns. Jackson, I think is the one. The name can't of the can't proper na- now a ca- cavern, unfortunately, <laughs> that I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I think I've been where, to some. Uh, where did you learn about stalactites so right now you and stalagmites? Five dollars. <laughs> Another one will come up, and we'll see if you can get you. <laughs> um. Yeah, this movie will come out someday. Uh, Sunday. Neon? It's doing a limited uh, some, before the end of the year. Yeah, right? no, it, 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 it either is about to do its qualifying or run or just yeah. did it. <laughs> Or you or has, uh, I yeah. keep thinking and it's then, a Netflix you know, movie because was, of her last movie. Because Happy is lots of oh, it's not. But yeah, it's this is Neon, yeah. and they just right. will put it at... So get on I the distribution list that... of the Neon Screeners book, and then you'll <laughs> yes, be able you can to see for uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, Neon does not keep their FYC website updated. It's still stuck in 2021. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you can if you want to try and go to a screening of Spencer, maybe you can make that happen. You know, we don't need to get into this. But no, we do yeah, not. No. We don't. We don't. I'm sorry. That I like was my Spencer. example. I apologize. Um, Put your manners back. Memoria. That's the other. That's up there. Um, yeah, I had heard and maybe have said on this podcast that I had heard that there was a new rule that you have to put the movie out in January. If you do the qualifying release. Yes. But that, wherever I, but I thought I just saw, it might have, I thought I just saw one of these movies of February. I think it's only to qualify for best picture, but I might be wrong. What? That's There's also, like, international feature always has different rules. Right. Where, like, it doesn't even have to have come out officially. It just has to have submitted it. Yeah. Right, because there are some like uh, do not expect too much from the end of the world. No one's bother. They're not bothering to qualify, but they'll probably put it. I out thought they were too long. Are they not? Are they? I maybe, maybe I plans change. I got a big press release in September that they're trying to qualify. <laughs> well, they, it's it's the submission. Yeah, 
but they're just oh, not doing a qualifying run right, to quali- get other for, nominations outside of international. I will, you well, know, again, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should try and get Roger and Jude a screenplay nom. Get the uh, Uwe Boll in. Yeah. Uwe Boll supporting it actor. Would be, um, it would probably, it would have to be original. Sure. There's the, there's interpolation of another mm-hmm. film, but I don't think there's anything. And there's stuff based on a true story. Sure. But, but I don't think there's any adaptation. Yeah. Original, re- yes. Yeah, because it's, it's the guy who it happened to, mostly talking about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think The Settlers is another one that I'm not sure if they're qualifying uh-huh. that. That's a movie. Maybe they're both movies. Um, speaking of movie, a movie that is out, Fallen Leaves. They're, that one's playing around. They're really gunning it with this uh, one, I think. What Golden think Globe yeah. nominee, Which? Fallen Leaves. Yes. Yeah. Sure. She got a Best Actress um, I just watched Shadows in Paradise, the first of mm. the Charismaki proletariat trilogy that Fallen Leaves is the fourth part. Right, I heard that this is the, mm. yeah, very in line It's like the those. Matrix resurrections of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, great. Lot very charming, delightful movie. He's just, I mean, I, I, I think I've only seen The Other Side, maybe, love. Uh, he's just good. Yeah. yeah. There is a crazy scene where <laughs> you like this, Cullen. Uh, they go to see the dead don't die, and everyone loves yeah. it. <laughs> like the the female lead walks out, and the love interest asks her what he, she thought, and she, I believe the exact line is she says, "I loved it. I have never laughed so much." That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, it made me want to see the dead don't die. He's doing Jim a favor. He's got a new movie coming up. More news. Is it called like Mommy Blanche. Poppy? Brother, <laughs> yeah, that except That's with normal words. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what it's called, Andy. It's called Mother, Father, Sister, Brother. See? Or you see, some order. <laughs> Was I so far off? <laughs> is it called Mommy, Poppy, Baby, Big Guy? <laughs> or is that um? Uh, I, I think also yeah, I after they see, I think yeah. she, her complaint with the movie is that she's like, I don't think they could have fought off all those zombies for that long. Does <laughs> she say that? That movie, yeah. I just, uh, I really thought it was bullshit when I watched it. Don't die. And I think back, maybe about we'll, it, like, maybe, maybe I we'll circle back. Like, yeah, for garbage late style. I haven't seen like any of his other movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I mean, right. As the only one who's right, the only other one I've seen being Patterson. It was like, oh, this is very different from Patterson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool to you know, it's put your friend's yeah. movie in your movie and. Give it a really yeah, good reception. Sure. Your characters yeah, are like, yeah. I love your friend's yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. like that. It's very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is it does it take place uh, in twenty nineteen? Or is they just they're just seeing it? I guess, I guess it, it yeah. probably does. Oh, probably. Yeah. Find one is theater there, that is screening the dead don't is die. COVID, I'm not seeing is, masks is, is in it, I don't think. Masks? No. But I might I be remembering. Did that hit Finland? Maybe. Yeah, I think there's no masks. Um, no, but the wait, no, or, the, the, no, no, the invasion of later, Ukraine is yeah, happening the, during the yeah, movie. Yeah, on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, it takes yeah. place in recent 
recent times. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a rep screening just, of the dead don't screen. die. They go see a rep yeah. screening of uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly in uh, Shadows in Paradise. Mm. Okay, so he just he likes to send people to movies, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's like a bunch of posters at the theater yeah. that are like things you would expect there to be rep screenings of. Diary of a Country Priest and the sort. Uh, it's it's very well acted. I like both of the leads. I like all the people with little supporting bits. Uh, they like they each have a friend. Um, the two romantic leads. Um, you like a movie about alcoholism where the guys just like, eh, I guess that's enough. Yeah. Uh, it's like okay. This stops yes. now. Yeah. What else? I yeah. There's not a lot, another movie. There's maybe not a lot to say about, but in this case, because it is just good. Yeah. Really adorable dog. Not until towards the end, but fantastic dog. Cannot you know? No one will give the performance that the dog gave in Anatomy of a Fall, yeah. but. Well, you don't think, like, this dog's this gonna talk just... at some point, yeah. <laughs> I need a yeah. movie. Colin! <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah, you haven't seen... Yeah. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, Snoop. He's a cool guy. You really think he's gonna talk by the end? You're like... <laughs> <laughs> and now we call Snoop to the set. Yeah, his dog's seen <laughs> some stuff. And has opinions really awesome. on I both mean... parents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's right. I re- I'm just looking at Letterboxd to be like, what What else happens in this movie? This was an early movie in the festival. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I saw uh, it in like August, and I, I think I, I undervalued mm-hmm. it immediately. And like a week later, it's like, no, wait, that was yeah. good. Like, I don't have problems with that movie. That was nice. Yeah, it's just really good. Um, yeah, they all keep go. They both keep going to different jobs. Uh, that suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very like yeah. That's how jobs work. How much raking is there? Raking. Fallen leaves. Uh huh. Uh huh. Box for that one. There's not much raking. That's the line. I will say. That's the line. There <laughs> are. Yeah, I don't remember. Minutes. Like, I don't know if it's an. Autumn. No, no, it is. I guess we could look By up. The end, it is I okay. Maybe not the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a leaf blower movie, is what you're saying. Yeah. I really. This is. We, maybe we can't get guy. into this. I don't think we need leaf blowers. Okay, but this is, no. <laughs> Let's wrap up this segment if we're on this. <laughs> All right. I think they're uh, useful. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you should. I don't think they are. You should useful. only get to use I a leaf blower think- if it is your job. That's a reasonable compromise. I'm st- even. Yeah, I guess if you're like really good at leaf blowing, maybe you could figure it out. What do you? Yeah, wait, I don't uh, think. So you think just people are bad at leaf blowing, and that's why it shouldn't happen? Because <laughs> they take too well, long or something? No. Like- I mean, I don't think it's more efficient than a rake. Yeah, I mean, you're. you're I just, usually you're just blowing them somewhere else. You're not like yeah, I mean, with a rake, yeah, like suck them, rake in, them yeah. in, put them in bags. Like <laughs> you are, disp- you're getting rid of leaves. That's just moving them. 
Maybe that's the problem. Is that the one time I was asked to use a leaf blower, there was then a second First step where the leaves did have to go in a bag. That part sure. sucks because you just there's no you just have to pick up. Yeah, leaves and put them you just had to get I've it never rake. had to put leaves in bags. I've I, we I mean we we have woods. We yeah we don't either. We have leaf pickup. Yeah. This was helping I've someone. Yeah, uh, I don't think we need them. Jackson, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. What would you like to specially present and or plug? Uh, um, you can follow me on, on Twitter at, uh, cheaper by 12 film and Whoa. you, I will plug, uh, hold on, let's just pull up the, I, I'll plug, uh, I'll plug the bling ring, which was good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Future, our future past discussion topic, the bling ring. We on our That's right. That's right. Everyone got mad at me. Oh, Did you not like it? Mm-hmm. No, Andy was like, that movie like sucked. It. And everyone was like, okay. It like, was the one I, I liked the other ones. <laughs> I, that was the one I didn't like. But Too much sass mouth. <laughs> That's interesting. I guess, who was who was the jury president last year? I was yeah. present there, and I do not remember. Who was president? Oh, it was Oslin, of course. Right. Yeah, it was Oslin. Right. Yep. Now pivoting to Gerwig. I guess that's interesting. I guess Bombach has played Can. Sure. Uh, Do you think it's a package deal and he'll be on the jury? Uh, Maybe, I guess. No, I don't at all. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, I guess I'm just thinking what are her connections to Can specifically, but I guess she... Sure. You know, she's familiar. She's a big name. She probably had some time off before working on her next thing. So it's, uh, she'll get to show up. She'll probably make a fun choice. I'll probably be in. She's probably good for a press conference, you know? Sure. Yeah. The French will love her. Uh, great. And with that, we're here to talk about. May December. And right. the speaking speaking of last year's can. Our listeners are getting their ankles broken. <laughs> the way we're shifting around. What? <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, speaking of last year's can, uh, one of the um uh, yeah. one of the bigger movies to premiere there uh was This year's can. This right, sure. The most recent can. The most the past can. The um yeah. Uh Todd Haynes is May December. Was his, it? Maybe. Is it the 74th? Something like that. Um, Todd Haynes' May December premiered in competition, um, starring Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, as well as uh, Charles Melton. Um, it, uh, w- I would say it was well-received. It was, it was the second big high-profile premiere of the day after Killers of the Flower Moon, I remember. Sure, they were yes. on the same day, so it was like a little bit of like... I feel like it was a little bit of an afterthought for some critics because it was yeah. like Killers of the Flower Moon was like, big one, it's like a lot to digest for people, yeah. obviously. When you um, were there, Amelia, we probably talked about this at the time, but did you like, what was the buzz around May, December when you were there? Do you remember? Because you I remember tried people, to get in and couldn't, I believe. It, it, I missed it. It was just like a weird timing thing where I just like sure, barely sure, right. missed it twice. I like barely missed it on my way in and then barely missed it on my way out. So I couldn't. <laughs> really watch it i think the people there were i think were a little muted on it i think that i think it is a movie that 
got a little buried there. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. I I don't remember hearing that. I remember talking to a couple of people who did enjoy it, but I think even the people who liked it were sort of enjoying it with I don't want to say with caveats, but it's like they nobody was like over the moon that I talked about it. Sure, sure. About that with it, which is like surprising given how like when it sort of hit everywhere else, people have been much more excited and ecstatic about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where did, you saw it in the theater, correct, Andy? Yes, I saw it uh, actually. So the first day I saw it was uh, in my recent New York City trip. I saw it uh, uh, on the day that I saw both uh, Sondheim's final musical, Here We Are, and Merrily We Roll Along with uh, Jonathan Groff and Daniel Radcliffe. I saw it in between those two things. Wow. So uh, as, I, as I posted, like, oh, I think I can make this work in, our, in, a, in one of our group chats, Jesse dubbed it a Todd Haynes sandwich on Sondheim bread uh, day sure. for me. Uh, and it was, like, pretty boom, boom, boom. Like, I didn't have, like a ton of time in between each of the, like with, with transit time. Like I was like, not like dawdling in between these things. Um, and then, and so, yeah, I saw it, I saw it at the IFC center, uh, in New York. Sure. Um, dark, dark, dark theaters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, and it was in the big theater. Cause it was like, it was the first weekend or whatever. Um, uh, yeah. And I like, I think seeing it on a day like that where I was, like, dealing with, like, two other, like, very important, like, totemic pieces of art for me or whatever was, like, maybe doing it disservice a little bit. I was a little bit, like, like, puzzled by it. And I also missed, like, a scene or two in the middle uh, when I had to get up to to go to the bathroom Um, because I was running around a lot that day. Um, so I, I was like a little bit like, um, I'm not quite sure what I thought about that. I had heard the like people who were like, oh, it's like really funny or or whatever, like sort of reaction. And I, you know, and there's been much made of this discussion or whatever, and we don't have to get into that sort of thing, but like the, the hot dogs line early on is like such a clear comedic sting that, like, really did land with the crowd and and stuff. And then, like, I was expecting more stuff to be at that level throughout the movie. Sure, sure. Which it's not quite that, right? Like, it's, like, it changes and is in a sort of different register. Um, And it's, like, front-loaded with jokes, for sure. Yeah. And, like... And and then as it settles down, it's, like, funny things happen. Right. But it's more... It's, like, like you're saying, less punchline. Like, there's the guy at the beginning who's, like... Uh, I saw that one movie where she was naked, and then it's just like quiet. He's like, I googled right. this actor's naked. naked. Right, yeah. um, right, and and it's not like yeah, and 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 I would say like the the thing I rewatched it this week in preparation for this. I watched it just on Netflix on my television, um, and the thing that like really grew for me a lot this in the second viewing was the Portman performance. I feel like I didn't sure. really have much of a handle on the Portman of it all and, like, was a little confused by, like, the big, like, her last big scene with Melton and all that stuff. And then, like, the... the uh, Yeah, especially, like, yeah, watching it the second time, we're gonna get full spoilers on it, uh, just yeah. so people know. Uh, the, that, the, the final shot of her... Not the, like, not the, like, little epilogue of her doing the scene. But, but when the, she's reading the letter. No, not not even that oh, one. The, oh. the, the, her last scene with Julianne. Oh, oh Where Julianne's, like, 
the thing that uh, my know, son told you was people. a lie, right? Right. Yeah. And insecure people, right? I'm I'm very secure and walks away, and then it's so like put that in it, there, right? And then it, make sure you put that in there, and then she like pulls away, and she like and she is like open mouth like gate like it like it's she is yeah. playing it like she has been like struck by lightning or like just witnessed like some like it's a it's a very interesting moment of performance i think and it really like stood out to me on the second viewing of like okay then the the portman arc is something that i really was able to lock into on the second viewing I yes and, and oh wait for Go a ahead. second andy since we're getting into spoilers here sure. would you like the introduce like the basic premise of the film just so people have a handle sure i can mention that which so it, it it is uh uh you know loosely inspired by the mary kay letourneau story in which a um an, uh, you know uh 40 something women i think um, no, I, well, I don't know the real uh, in the movie it's like 36 and a seventh grader right yeah um uh she gets impregnated uh and ends up going to jail and having that the seventh graders child in jail and then they maintain a relationship on the other end of that and have twins right have a second right have have a second uh pregnancy with twins um and uh, so natalie portman plays like a, a a commercially successful television actress i would say she's on it's like Noah, nora's arc i think nora's is the name of her arc, show yes. it's like a which is like ER some sort of vet show right it seems like it's like a network which is very funny when they drop right. i'm a big fan of nora's arc right yes when it's her mm-hmm. uh Moore's right her Daughter right from a previous marriage right and that means the world her little hand gesture yeah, when she yeah. says I mean, that means the world is perfect um uh and so she's coming to study julianne Moore to in order to properly you know her her line that she wants to like truthfully tell their story or whatever it is she's it's like an indie film that she's making that she's like has a hand in producing some italian guy is directing it um and so she is spending like an extended like a week like maybe a little less than a week it's it's it is graduation week for the yes. uh for the younger twins um uh and so she's spending time with the family sort of in this like little this like island town off the What's, coast of south carolina um is that where it takes place i think so. they filmed in savannah right yes but there's all these references to like being on the island it's like a close, of course, of it's course, a, like a close knit community sort of yes. that where they still live like which is where the scandal happened like like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Julianne Moore and Charles Melton who plays the the boy uh have, have maintained their family here they are occasionally still occasionally getting like left dog pooper yeah or, mailed boxes of right i don't even S-H-I-T, know if they say it's if it's say. dog it's it is just <laughs> yeah, right, they, yeah she just says right that. um so there's clearly still some tension in the town but they just still live like in this community and she still has like she has a social life she has people who yeah. are like connected to her and so you yeah. sort of are, are well, picking up I think, on uh, yeah and as you find out in the movie that maybe that social life is maybe a little less fulfilling and like, sure as like as it seems initially yes um i wanted to say andy on you referencing that you locked in on portman on a second viewing i didn't watch yeah. it again a full time but i was rewatching scenes uh and i was also like oh i like cuz when you're watching it at first you just have to take it all at, like face right. value basically and it's like what's happening here what's happening here you're trying to figure it out like obviously you can tell that there's like the way the relationships build, like her relationship with Milton and everything. And mm-hmm. then on the rewatch, I was like, oh, she's just like trying to seduce him to get into character. <laughs> and that scene they have on the driveway, at first I was like, oh, wow, she's like really charmed by this guy. Maybe he's just scat something. And I'm like, oh, no, she's lying to trick him into 
falling right. for her. Yeah, the, yeah, it really is like yeah, you you on first viewing it was like I was not clear like one how good of an actress is she to like sure, how sure. good how much is she like the quote unquote hero of this story? What is her perspective on all this? Like is she like does she have good like all that sort of stuff was like it was less important on the second viewing where you could just yes. sort of focus on like okay, she's kind of like in the muck with them like you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to, to sure. a certain extent um yeah yeah i mean i feel I'm like old. my experience i guess yeah my my experience watching i saw it on netflix just like the day it came out that morning uh watching it is that i feel like i sort of felt like on the same wavelength as the movie and on that has natalie portman's character in the movie where mm-hmm. i feel like it, it ha- sort of has this perspective and just like with what you know coming into the movie, it's about like these two act, this actress and this woman, yeah. Where you're like expecting it to be a lot more about that, and then like forty minutes in it, the movie and her both are like, well, what the fuck is up with this other guy? He's kind of the most interesting here thing here. Like, what is up with this? And then the movie sort of takes a turn to toward, more towards Melton. That's yeah, maybe mm-hmm. because I sort of get to it later than um. <laughs> A lot of people right. that there had been a and I mean even even out of can like a lot of the buzz is melt and it's like this performance from this guy who's like only been on a CW show or whatever like the way people like talk about it is like right it's this big surprising performance from this guy who's like never been in like a big movie before right and it's he's just incredible like he he's really great yeah is like doing something impossible with like his hunched shoulders the entire time like all of his body language is so right the way when he tries to smoke the cigarette it's so yeah it's like also heartbreaking and like the big scene where he's on the roof with his son that's like maybe the best scene in any movie this year is him smoking weed on that that, that's such a crazy scene i don't know if i've ever done it before right i don't know if i'm creating like a good memory or like a trauma moment right now and yeah his whole just like He's like, I would have to do x-rays on myself. He's yeah. like, I feel like I fucked everything up. It's right. so good. I mean, right. And I do love, like, I love how inarticulate that character is. Like, he cannot express himself well to, like, save his life. Like, um, I mean, yeah, that's the whole, he's just, like, bottled right. all of it. Yeah, and, like, and, obviously. Like, there's so many yeah. small things that he does, like, just, like, the way he's, like, holding his hands together in that big confrontation with Moore in the bedroom. Where he's just like, we need to talk about these things we've never talked about before, right. and like can't do anything like physically. It's just like it's so he's like helpless. It's just you yeah, really like, just, just feel like the, so much for him. His complete unraveling is just so crazy that it's it's so it's so devastating at the end when she tells him like this is what grown ups do. That is oh so, yeah, where he's like I is, thought you liked me. That is you feel <laughs> that is so like. Both like chill inducing in a bad way, but also yeah. like devastatingly emotional. Just like what <clears throat> this entire process has done to that guy. Yeah, and a guy I mean, who who like from the out. I guess like yeah, from the outside at the beginning, you're like th- you can for sure see like there's still a little something weird. You can like tell like this is sort of a. Right. interesting relationship but you don't expect him to just completely unravel the way he does the uh another great scene is when he like uh it's like he just comes home and he can hear 
Julia Moore crying in another room. He's just like, fuck. And then it's just like him having to console her because, like, the fake orders for her cake business fell through and she already made the cakes and he, like, has to eat them. It's like, it just, it just feels so lived in. And it's, it's just a great moment. Yeah. And I think, uh, also just speaking more to, uh, how crazy Portman is is like the scene where she's at the school <laughs> answering questions about like sex scenes mm-hmm. and just like going way way right and she's like it. oh no it's fine I'll answer it and then yeah. in that scene she's able to work in precisely in the way that Julianne Moore says precisely yes. earlier on like that's like her big button in the scene is she like is like oh I'm gonna drop into doing Julianne for a minute at the end here yeah um, yeah. I also love at the very beginning, she's like in her hotel room or whatever, and she sees the hotel has left her a bottle of wine. And then when she first shows up to the party, she, she's carrying that bottle of wine to the party to bring uh, as the, her hostess gift. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just all the, all this stuff that I really did pick up on on the second viewing for her. Um, I, I think, think it's a like, great performance. One of the great strengths of this movie is how good it looks and like what a magical job Blovelt did. And like it, everything just is like, sweltering like you just feel like the heat coming off of everything and uh any scene that's just portman like walking around this city as or this like this yeah this uh mm-hmm. locations as Lavelle is shooting it it's just gorgeous and there's a lot and you get the the legrand music which is also just so uh right so that's like it's from another movie right and they've like adapted it for this is that what it is or do you know? I'm not sure. I don't know what the exact uh, the story is there. Yes, I feel like we've had this conversation a few times right, where we're like, yeah. "What happened?" We're like, "Ah, eh, we don't really know." Uh, I but I also I do think that like, not to say she's being under praised because obviously people like her performance, but I think Moore is also very good and plays every single thing. In like a different way, and it's just like the 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 scenes of her, like the one that you mentioned at the end where she just like uh, insecure people like whatever like do the crazy whatever she says and then she's like I'm secure like put that in like the way she can throw those darts and then also right uh, the, the there's the scene where she's teaching Portman how to make the cakes and she's like. Uh, he he like had to grow up fast and is like trying to like give Milton's story to her where she's like his dad was working a lot uh so he had to raise the kids like he was very grown up it's like mm-hmm. jesus right and then like yeah right and you see photos of him from that time yeah so that's also crazy crazy because yeah yeah um yeah and, 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 and he's such a young child right yes um yeah and like her um yeah, her like in in that scene where they, she's doing like the the flower stuff and mm-hmm. like yeah all all yes. the, yeah I think there's yeah and there's just lots of good stuff with her. Um, where what is it you that she's do... saying in that scene where she's uh, the flowers she's like talking about how she doesn't have any baggage right she's right like, I don't carry any of right that. well there's a, Natalie Portman's like. You know, you don't ever think about your past or whatever, and and Julianne Moore's like, so you'll just like sit and like 
yeah. think about the past or whatever and she's like sometimes and she's like yeah i don't really have yeah. the time for, i'm busy like I don't yeah know the, it's the, really the just that... like how quickly you realize how thin the veneer is where it's just like they haven't pro- they nobody here has processed right. no this one at all. thinks they're, about they're just anything. taking a like an out of sight out of mind approach to it all just like yeah. time passed some people people don't really kid us up about this again really so we've just moved on no we have done no emotional processing of any of this Right, and just like the specific type of person that Moore is playing, that like the hot dog thing, and then uh, at the beginning when she's like, "I told you what happened when I met Judge Judy," <laughs> it's like you. <laughs> then there's also that great line where Portman at the beginning is um, she's talking to the daughter, and she's like, "I've never met anyone who's on TV before." She's like, "Well, your parents, right? <laughs> That's different." <laughs> yeah. Like... Um. Yeah, and That's I do really like funny. yeah. I do think, yeah, more in that scene with Mountain towards the end, where, where, which, uh, did you see this, like, that this is from a, an interview with Laterno and whoever, like, her victim was or whatever, like, where some reporter was, like, asking them about it, and, like, that, the line of, like, who was in charge, and her, like, sort of browbeating the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the guy into it, yeah, is, like, she's it's like... basically taken verbatim from that, like, live, from some live interview that they did. That's like, great. which is just, like, in such an interesting adaptation choice. And, like, it does play really strongly in the movie where she is just, like, she, like, will not move on and, like, says, like, what we have to determine right now is who was in charge. And it would, like, and get him to say, like, get him to quote-unquote admit that he was the one who was, like, driving their affair or whatever. Because, like, obviously if she considers it any other way, she, like, has to accept what a horrible thing she has done. Yeah. Um, and then there's also just, like her relationship with her daughters where she's always talking about like their size yes. and like she's like you can't like right. I love, that, I love wear that dress right. that shows off your arms your, yeah. 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 your so, generation is so, so crazy. crazy my graduation gift right that's so like, crazy yeah. it's, it's just like that type of person who's like always making cake and like, like yeah. my mother got me a scale for my graduation yeah um, cause there is at, at first, I was like, it's interesting that this is set in the South, because I guess I had no concept. But I think it does use the setting to say something sure. about its character as well. Just like that sort of weird, fake, nice type of yeah, person. hospitality, sure. Yeah, Southern It's like Heights. that, and it's also like a Midwestern, like, the the faux-friendliness. Right, because like, she, like, moved all over, she tells. She yeah, right, of course. Things. Right. And I guess the, we... Um, we probably want to shout out the brother who works for the twins because I think that's what Jesse really loved. She referenced it in her letterbox review. The, I think. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Funny. Um, that is a funny. There's thing. a lot of like small, sort of one or two scene performances that are really good. Everyone loves shouting out uh, the guy who plays Moore's son. Um, yeah. he, he, I mean, Georgie. he is really, yeah, Georgie. He is. He's really, a very compelling I, guy. Yeah, when I saw when I was watching the movie for the first time, he is for sure a thing that stood out to me. It was just like that. This is yeah. a very crazy, funny thing. Yeah, well, I mean, right. you hear someone singing. Yeah, what is it, the song? Uh, I forget. His first scene was the one that I missed when I saw whoa, it the first that's time. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like when I. Oh, so you only saw him when he was introduced, like at the dinner. Yeah, and which that's it's still fucking... basically played. Sure, that's still um, crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that scene is so key because that is just like that is such a perfect like indication of just a guy being like, 
literally nobody else thinks it's normal apart from them like don't buy the bullshit that they think it's normal everybody was very severely affected by all of this like i need to find the song sorry right yeah it's so funny yeah Right. And, and the the lawyer in that scene is very yes, funny. Right. Just, Where he's like, my wife is like one of her repeat customers or whatever. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that is sort of what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, with the like the Sutter hospitality thing of there's also like that notion of just like, we're not going to talk about it. Like the sort of like weird gossipiness of those sorts of communities. Colin, what do you think? It is, of course, uh, Baby, I Love Your Way. (laughs) It's like him singing it. And then he basically runs off stage to sit backwards in a chair and start, like, eating her food and drinking her drink. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, he can't fucking sing the song. And, like, gets back up. Yeah. And Um, I think the scene is also crazy because it also, it's like, everybody that Portman interviews, I think... Apart from him, because even, like, the husband, when... The ex-husband is, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. He's so funny. Because it's, like, the, like, obviously Moore and Melton, and then the ex-husband, and and the lawyer. It's sort of weird how startlingly normal they're all being about it. Like, even the ex-husband is just, like, it was just too crazy for me to even really have a thought about it. Like, he's not even, like, mad. He was just, like, I don't even know what to say about it. Well, yeah, (laughs) because... There's a couple things that he says that are really crazy. There's when he's uh, talking about how they met, and he's like, I was like blotto drunk at a party. He's like, she was in high school, I was in college, she graduated, I graduated. And it's like, okay, so this is also, you know, it's just like, he is also part of this. And then um, it's like, they get caught in the stockroom, and he finds out because the cops come to the door. And he's like, the cops come in, and I'm like, what? And it's just like him saying that. <laughs> Portman is so funny. And then he, the way that he refers to them that I also wrote down because it was so uh, crazy is he still calls them her and the boy. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's like, they seem happy, her and the boy. It's like, hey, man. Yeah. I guess that's also all, that's also like Melton's dad's sort of yeah, uh, what, a, a, approach to the whole thing. So we're just like. It's just like an entire community of people who are just like, we're not going to look backwards because right. sure. none of us can really make sense or like justify any of this. Yes. So we all have to. Right. We don't have the tools to reckon with this properly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it, yeah, it is uh, Georgie, the one person who is like, this is fucked up and it fucked us all up and this is bad and you should know that. And then he's also like, I can be a music supervisor. I know how to book good right. songs. Yeah, and she's like, I will see what I can do. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I do like, I do think also, like, I think all the, like, the kids are, are very strong in the movie as yeah. well. And, like, you do get a sense of, like, they're probably going to be mostly okay, I think, I feel like. Like, you, sure. you sort of get, like... The way that they're able to, like, make fun of the scale thing and, like, like they have, like, it seems like a mostly okay perspective and, like, it probably like will need to unpack some stuff. the children have a good relationship with each other. Right, And then it's, yeah. like, maybe thornier with more specifically. Sure, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a scene where Melton, like, picks them up at the airport and, uh, it is funny that Melton is, like, playing boring southern slash midwestern dad, just, like... Mm-hmm. Mostly, but then also it is just right. This persona in the body of a 
like broken young child. Right. There's some, right. Someone suffering from the most severe case of arrested development in all of film, perhaps. Um, you know, uh, we should, I guess we should also mention the, uh, his, his caterpillar hobby and yes, his, and the... his, uh, like his flirtation or like, you know, emotional yes, that is also or so... whatever. I mean, cause it's like, he didn't like have that ever. Like, right. Yeah. He doesn't know this how to do it. Like, so he's just, like... he's like having like the world only justified midlife crisis where, where he's like, I <laughs> legitimately, <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, I legitimately did not have a childhood where I could do these things. So now I have yeah. to, now I have to be 18 when I'm 32 or 36 or however old he is. Yeah. Cause it was, well, cause it's like 2015. And yeah, it and it's 2015. In, uh, right. It happened in 09. Yeah. Or in 09. Oh, uh, no, it happened in the nine. Was it the 90s? Right, it's the 90s. Because there's all, like, all you see all the tabloids It happened in 92. Sure, of course. You get, like, where, like, Billy Crystal's on, like, the, co- yes, in the corner. Yes. Where it's, like, the all Oscar the, game. The like, very funny. Yeah. Um, right. God, all that stuff. And and then, like, yeah, there's, you see the, uh, the like, the, the bad cable movie version of that yes. Natalie Portman's watching at some yeah. point. Um, oh, all the stuff of Natalie Portman and the casting the of the, uh, yeah, the right. Of so the where she's like, he needs to be sexier. Are. Like, <laughs> yeah, like these kids are all too young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The way she did, where she's like, even back then, you could tell <laughs> when she's like talking about the pictures of Young Melton. It's so fucked up. She, um, yeah, the 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 text message relationship that Melton has, where it's just like you see it sort of bubbling throughout and like his excitement and then when the other the person and he like even when he's talking to portman he's like there's this other person who like put sticks in to like feed give the caterpillars something to hang off of their chrysalis and it's like this is clearly a person he's in love with and then they just respond with like aren't you married it's like everything is over (laughs) right yeah they're not going to mexico i'll tell you that much um i hope he does go to mexico i gotta say I mean, yeah, that's also this, when he has sex with Portman and she's like, uh, I mean, her also, like, the asthma thing is so funny where you, they set that up and then more being like, yeah, his sister had asthma and then she uses it, uh, but the, um, where she's like, you're still young, like, you can still have a life. Right, it's we're like the same age, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, there's uh, so much to it. Like, yeah, there's just a lot to it. It is, it, yeah. It's very. I mean, it's it's uh, a great one to pour over. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. <laughs> fun stuff, I say, loosely. It is though, as we've been talking about it. It is a fun. I think we. It is a very funny movie. It, there is it, just it a definitely has its funny. I do. I mean, like, yeah. There are like truly the scene of him smoking weed. <laughs> devastated it's like no yeah that's seen most heartbreaking very... performances like <laughs> yeah what melton does uh but the um also the the end with portman and uh doing her version of the movie with like the snake and right and she's like it's getting more real is her last yeah, line mean, or whatever yeah that's yeah the fucking lisp is so crazy the lisp is really i mean the way it goes in and out is really good god I, I also do think it is sort of crazy because we did talk about the the son being like you can make me a music supervisor, but what he says there is so crazy about how he 
she got abused as a child oh, or whatever yes. and you don't know if that's true or not and that just well then such Moore a crazy... like, i can't believe he said that thing and then uh, right well because so because like, well, yeah, portman's like at that moment is like okay i now have everything all figured like that's like yes. the moment and like the next like that's when you see her doing the the letter or whatever like is after yeah. she has like received this information and is like okay i figured out the hook of how i'm playing the character and then more just totally like throws her off like by like throwing this element of doubt into it and she's like yeah oh maybe i don't have you uh, totally pegged after all sort of it's i mean she also does that at the scene um early on when they go dress shopping and she's like after she's met the ex-husband she's like go through the phone book, but, like, tell me first. Like, don't do this, right. like, where I have to find out from somewhere else. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, mm-hmm. The scene where uh, she shows the letter, or the, the poem, the uh, or, the like, the card or whatever. Yes. And then at the end, like, she says, the assignment was, what is peace? Yes. <laughs> really makes me laugh, too. I mean, that's really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all. It's just so great. I do also. I just got a trouble. Like every time, like just like Natalie, like Portman and uh, and Moore were together. I got a laugh because just like, just how many things they decide to bring her to. Just like a graduation. Yeah, it is dinner, crazy she that she keeps there. getting the invite to, to other things. Like yeah, like very, graduation uh, dinner, and they like call out that she doesn't mention her in the toast. Like it's so crazy to have like the other daughter there, and right. like that a very a clearly yeah. being a very specific, intimate like sort of right. And you have had the scene too where Moore has been like, she's getting on my last nerve. I hate being around this woman or whatever. So and they like, still yeah. invite her to the thing. <laughs> but I guess that is does does come back to the sort of southern hospitality to just like we can't well we can't say no now we invited her we have to bring her along and make her part of this family did it win anything it can i forget i don't don't think think it did um it it was the 76th can by the way call it not the 74th i was close yes um you know and i guess we should say like netflix acquired it out of can it was not a netflix movie going into can um, they did not give it like their full theatrical release, like the like in the way that they are seeming to do with Maestro, I think. Um, uh, and so, uh, it's been interesting, sort of seeing it been like it played in theaters in like New York, LA, and a few other places or whatever, and then like it came out on Netflix, and it does seem like like it was well viewed on Netflix. It seems like like there's been a lot of people watching it and talking about it. I do think, like, yeah, it is. It is interesting, in as far as like these Netflix art housey movies go. Like, it's one of the more successful releases for them. I feel like, yeah, it, it is a, um, uh, it is sort of on, not maybe not quite on the marriage story level, but it is sort of that where it is sort of uh, broken, contained to a certain extent. It is, it is not just uh, right, been swallowed up by the platform, uh, yeah. and like they've been doing very well in award season, which, like, is always a question mark with a Todd Haynes film because he can, you know, he cannot be received very well. Melton's been winning all sorts of stuff and, like, seems on track that all three of the actors got Golden Globe nominations. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's doing very well for for on, for on a movie yeah. that is, like, this... That is this hard to, like, describe the tone of or whatever, to like, in succinctly or whatever... Um, I don't I think... know if we mentioned uh, at all, but written by Sammy Birch. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
great job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. You know, it's we've talked about Haynes a couple times. How famously we gave, of course, uh, Dark Waters our first Palm Dolly. Uh, Is there part of you that wishes all of this juice and buzz was happening around Dark Waters back in the day, and that that one sort of got pushed under the rug for some reason? It's hard to see this kind of engagement with that movie i think like it would be but a it's such a it like, could receive a, it, it could ach- it could achieve a similar level of success but it would be a different level of engagement i think uh different type of engagement yeah it's a different it's a different world also movies are different now sure yeah. i'm glad i have dark waters you know it's like right. a, whether anyone else sure the world of gotten around the dark waters but it's also just like i sort of can't worry about that sort of like every three years not every three years every three projects act like they care about todd haynes on like the broad public sense it's like give him his flowers he's doing wonderstruck no one cared and that was so good yeah shout out wonderstruck for sure i really like the velvet underground doc yeah that was solid too i mean we haven't disliked anything i'll say even though some i mean i think dot haynes i do think there is a mode for him where people buy in more there is a sort there i think a certain type of movie that people are this i I guess there is a commonality between the movies of his that become that have some level of success where you can sort of see like maybe he being pigeonholed for further success by people by I guess Julianne Moore movies I guess it's sort of what sure, the yeah I guess even Wonderstruck and yeah. that went nowhere but apart well, from right. it's, it's, it is it struck me as odd that he and Portman had never worked together before because I was like it's such a natural fit it seems yeah well and Portman's like the producer a producer on this like it seems like I think did she bring it to him or something maybe maybe yeah. it is also it's a it's a Gloria Sanchez production will ferrell's uh executive producer which uh i always just like i love i think gloria sanchez is like a fun company to like they had something else this year quiz lady Uh, theater camp quiz lady theater camp Mm -hmm. yep two movies they did not see so i don't know what i'm thinking of sure spirited do you see spirited no that was last year um barb and star I, I just won't remember it. We don't need to. Uh, I just was missing. Uh, maybe I was thinking of Hustlers. Like, it's not. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Special presentations. Is there more to say on May, December? I don't mean the. You know, I don't think so. No. Yeah. I mean, right. It's good. I feel glad people are watching it. I think it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a, yeah. Second viewing did grow on me significantly i would say i was a little unsure after the first time but and then you uh, get that much more crucial scene that's right exactly it was all that scene that really messed me and up all that scene i guess to clarify a thing we talked about earlier marcelo zavros's score for the film is an adaptation and reorchestration of michael legrand's music for the go-between mm, the go-between mm-hmm. joseph losey i've been meaning to see that so yeah. so it cool. is a sort of adaptation of that score that is what I want to go between respecting the canon symbol. Respecting the canon symbol. And I think with that, we can now go to a special presentation. Who's got one? I can go. 
Do I have one that's better than I saw a movie? I guess I'll say I saw Maestro. <laughs> Everyone's gonna see Maestro. I don't need to present it. You can present Maestro. Pharaoh Sanders, Love is Everywhere is what I'll present. Another Pharaoh Sanders. I'm all in. I can't stop listening to. The album is Love is in Us All. The first side of it is Love is Everywhere, the first song. And I haven't listened to Two John yet because I'm nervous it'll make me too sad. Or too emotional. Because it's about John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. And they're buddies. Sure. But Love is Everywhere is so good. It's like, I, I said this on Twitter, but you you hear that there's like a, like in, at least me and my sort of budding relationship with Pharaoh Sanders' music is, I'm like, whoa, a, a, something called Love is in us all, this is going to be great. He's like such a, ve- like, like spiritually open Mm -hmm. musician it's like all about love all about this so i'm so prepared to listen to it already hyping it up and it starts and it's like this is the best song i've ever heard in my life from the opening notes like this is how it goes and then the rest of it is just perfect like how did he do it that's great pharaoh sanders one of the one of the Essays in the SAT or ACT curriculum that I teach. One of the fake SAT or ACT, like, reading or writing section essays is about Pharaoh Sanders. That's... That's awesome. That's my connection to this special presentation. Sure. Um, uh, I'll plug some. SAT prep? (laughs) I didn't know. I'm not presenting that. Um... So, you know, I've been in my music era, as I've talked about a lot this year. I guess I have a couple. First, I, I uh, sort of started a sub stack so uh, where I posted a sort of essay slash list of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, it is my sub stack is called Placing Pictures and Sounds. You can find it at placingpictures.substack.com. There is one thing posted on it, and it is my top seven albums of the year. I think it is a good thing that I wrote and has some good music in it. I think people should check it out. Secondly, what I want to plug is that, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, this is just a special presentation of a thing that I like. Uh, I thought both of my co-hosts opened their mouths, and I think they expected something differently. Now I'm just surprised that you were doing the second one. Yeah, a, a double, uh, a twofer. Big deal. I just want to say that uh, I've been talking to different people about music. And, uh, you know, I just like getting recommendations from different people. So I'll recommend some uh, something that I listened that are not here co-host Jesse recommended to me. Uh, I have been talking to her and trying to talk to her about MJ Lenderman and other different music that I've been listening to. And she was like, you know who kind of sounds like MJ Lenderman? You should listen to some Jason Molina music. So I've been listening to some of that, and specifically the album Magnolia Electric Company by Songs Ohio. And that's one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. I really loved it, and it's exactly everything I wanted music. So I'll plug that. Andy? Um, yesterday I watched the prime original film The Burial 
Starring Jamie, Jamie Fox, Lee Fox Tommy and Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, directed by Maggie Betts, who directed Novitiate uh, a couple Whoa. years ago. Yeah. Um, there's a very interesting interview with her on the Little Gold Men podcast feed where she talks about sort of like consciously choosing to take like a four higher, more like down the middle movie for her second movie and not just like make another like indie indie film of the sort of the type that Novitiate was. And I do recommend seeking that out. But also, this movie I think is like well directed. Like there's a like a lot of interesting directorial choices. It looks pretty good. Uh, and it's got like a couple of just really solid like movie star performances in Jamie Foxx and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Like they're well, very Rachel reliable. Bertie shot this. This is, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, it looks good. That like the one of the big not the first intro, but one of the early on scenes with Jamie Foxx is him. He plays like a personal injury lawyer, uh, and he like it's him giving a like closing argument to a jury box and like. It is just a, a long, continuous shot of him, and the camera sort of tracks him as he keeps, like, walking back and forth between the table and the jury, and you never see the jury. It's just a long, continuous take of him delivering this, like, closing argument, and you, like, he's, like, referencing and, like, pointing at the jury and stuff, which is behind the camera. It's really, really good and really interesting, I think. Um, so there's a lot of fun stuff in it, and it's, like, you know, the script is, like, very down-the-middle, sort of, like, inspirational... Um, uh, legal sort of movie. Uh, uh, Bill Camp plays the evil plaintiff uh, in a mm. very fun, crazy performance. He's got very evil facial hair in it, which is great. He has like a big mega yacht that he brings like Tommy Lee Jones out onto early on in the movie to have like lobster and stuff. Uh, and when they do their handshake deal, that he's gonna gonna uh, you know that's that's the cause of his legal trouble. Uh, so yeah, I think it's you know I've. Everything you've heard about it from people saying, like, yeah, it's really solid, entertaining, like, down-the-middle movie, like, it's true. I endorse that sentiment, and uh, I think uh, you should check it out if you want to. It's on Prime Video. Awesome. And then to end with a reveal that Emilio doesn't know about, because this is embargoed for tomorrow as we record this, but another piece of news we should get his live reaction to. A24 and the Hideo Kojima... Tomorrow we'll be announcing that they are making a Death Stranding movie. What the hell? Hey everyone, just one quick note before we let this episode properly end. Uh, next week is our final episode of the year. It is going to be the She Came to Me Tacular. We love to end the year with a Tacular, of course. And uh, we think She Came to Me is the perfect movie to do that with this year. Uh, we're going to switch it up a little bit this year. We want to get your takes on She Came to Me. So if you're hearing this and you have seen the film She Came to Me and you want to record a quick less than two minute voice memo, uh, we're going to be tweeting out and sharing a link both in the episode description and in, in, on our social media. Uh, I guess you can really email it to us if you can't figure any of that out. Uh, but less than two minutes. You have to have seen the film She Came to Me. Uh, send us some audio. We'll listen to it. Uh, we'll play it on next week's episode for the final episode of the year that She Came to Me Tacular. And we have a hard deadline of Monday night. That's this Monday evening as uh, as we release this episode on Friday, December 15th. Monday night. Send us your audio. Thanks again. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>